Thanks for listening to Victory's podcast today. Connecting people to a life-changing relationship with Jesus is what we're all about. For more resources or to reach out to us, go to victorychristian.church. Enjoy today's message. Hi, everybody. Are you ready for the Bible today? Deuteronomy 31, verse 6 says this. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified of them. For the Lord your God goes before you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. I love that promise that God is never going to leave you. He's never going to forsake you. Let's pray today. Father, we love you today and we thank you, God, for your word. We thank you, Father, for the power of your word. We thank you for your ability to speak to us. And right now we open up our hearts to hear from you. I pray for an encouragement and a strengthening for everyone who's listening to your word today. God, that they would hear your voice in their hearts and hear from you through your word. Such a privilege to share today, but I pray, God, that what's in your heart will come through today. It's in the mighty name of Jesus that we pray. Amen. Today I'm going to share a word with you entitled, He's Got This. Talking about God, of course. He's got this. Recently I was uh, on a Zoom call with a bunch of pastors and... I heard this one leader say something that I thought was really profound. He said, a lot of people going into this whole coronavirus, COVID thing, thought in terms of a sprint. You know, they thought, well, this is going to be a few weeks, maybe a few short months. It's all going to be over at some point. And I think what a lot of us have found out is that it's not a sprint. This thing is really a marathon. I can't believe that it had been five months since we had had an in-person service. And even as we're looking forward, schools are going to be far from normal this year. We're all still social distancing with the six feet, wearing masks. And I have yet to find one person who likes wearing a mask. <laughs> um, but for most of us, uh, we're even experiencing changes in our jobs and our work habits and patterns. It's a lot of change that all of us have gone through over these last few months. And it's lasting longer than a lot of us anticipated. It really is a marathon. And even looking forward, we're looking at months, uh, not days. And uh, I'm not trying to discourage you, but I think the reality is kind of settled in on us. But, you know, even with all these things that we can't change, I've got a word for you today. You've got this. In fact, you were built for this. God built you to be able to go through these kinds of times. Because you see, we serve a God who's able to lead his people through the times where we don't know and through the unknown, if you will, through ambiguity. He's great with ambiguity because the reality is he sees it all from the beginning to the end. There's nothing ambiguous in the mind of God. And there's no surprises to God. You know, God's the one, the one who you could never like decide, you know what? I'm going to get him a surprise present. You're not going to surprise God ever. You can't throw God a surprise party or a surprise worship service. You're never going to surprise him because you know what? He knew it before you thought it, right? And so that we can find a lot of comfort, comfort in because, um, it's impossible for our present circumstances to surprise God. He foresees it all, and he always sees 
what's ahead of us. He always knows the way forward for us, even when we can't see, even when we're in ambiguity, when we are unsure of what's next and don't know what everything's going to look like. The reality is God always has a way forward. I want to give you some scripture this morning to substantiate that because God's really good at leading his people when his people don't know much about what's going to happen next. The first example I want to share with you this morning is out of the book of Genesis. Abraham, in Genesis chapter 12, was called by God. And I always find this to be a really fascinating call. It says in verse 1, The Lord said to Abraham, Go from your country, your people, and your father's household to the land I will show you. Now, catch this. He says, Go from your country, your people, your father's household. Basically, everything that he knew, everything that he was familiar with, God was saying, I want you to leave all of that, right? And then he says, go to, well, I'll tell you later. (laughs) He's like, go to a land I will show you. Go to, I'm really not going to give you a whole lot of detail here, but I'd like you to leave everything. Now, Abraham was given some promises, some promises about the future, and um, but I got to say, Abraham had a lot more questions than he had answers. Does that sound like your life and my life right now? A lot more questions than answers. But see, here's a couple of promises that we have in God. First of all, Deuteronomy 31.6 says this. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified because of them. For the Lord your God goes with you. He will never leave you. He will never forsake you. Y'all, that is a good promise. Always, 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 always God is available to you. Always God is present. Always God is listening. Always God has answers for you. Always God has a way forward for you. He never leaves you. He never forsakes you. And you know, Abraham didn't know a whole lot. He didn't know what the future was going to hold from him, for him other than the promises that God had given him, but he hadn't seen yet. He just left a whole lot of what he did know to follow God because he put his trust in God and said, you know what, God, I don't have to know it all if you know it. And I want to encourage you today to put your trust in God. The things that you can't figure out about what's next, he's got it figured out, and that should comfort us. Another promise that we have is in Psalm 37, verses 25 and 26. It says, I was young and now I am old, yet I have never seen the righteous forsaken or their children begging bread. They are generous and lend freely and their children will be a blessing. Another promise that God has for you is that he's always going to provide for you. We talked about that in last week's message, provision always. In the scripture, it says that God's children are never going to be begging bread, that he's going to take care of them. And so if you know that God's never going to leave you, and you know he's going to provide for you, we can take a lot of comfort in that. We can we can rest in God, seek God and say, God, I, there's a lot of things that I don't know the answer to, but I know that you have the answers. Is that place sound familiar to you? That place of having more questions than necessarily answers? I want to encourage you to do something a little crazy today. I want to encourage you to embrace it. Like, Like, don't shrug it off. Embrace it. Let it be an opportunity to seek God. Let it... 
Let it be an opportunity for God to be your provider. You could actually grow closer to God in this season without answers than in all the seasons where all your patterns and systems and things that you're used to are happening. I know in a little way, I I was experiencing this recently. Um, For the last few months, there's been a team of us looking at like all these different live streaming options because one of the things that we want to do as we begin to move back into the building is we want to have live worship and live everything so that we can also stream that out for those who aren't ready to be in the building yet. And we want it to be like a really good experience for people who are watching online, like for them to be able to feel like they're here with us and a part of it and it be a, a good quality thing. And so it's it's a real investment. And as me and the team started to look at this, there are so many options out there as far as what you can do. And we just kept looking at options and options and options. And a little over a week ago, my son, Andrew, he looked at me right before we're going on vacation. And he said, so, Dad, what are we going to (laughs) do? I just said, I don't know. And the reason was is because I just didn't have peace. I just didn't know how we were going to solve all the things that we were trying to solve for. And because I didn't have peace, we just continued to pray and continued to research Um, But eventually, all that ambiguity and all those different options of trying to figure things out, and i got to tell you, uh, my son Andrew and I drove Elizabeth nuts. We probably two, three times a day were talking tech stuff to each other and different options over and over and over again. But just in the last week, the team came together, and we looked at an option. We were like, that's it. We we all kind of came together felt like it was the right thing and it was really exciting after a long period of time of just saying what's the right thing what's the right thing one of the reasons i'm sharing this story with you is sometimes we're in places of ambiguity places where we just don't know the answers and there's something in us that just wants to have an answer and there are times where we just have to kind of lay it open and just say you know what i don't have peace yet it's not quite fitting yet and I'm, I'm going to let myself be in this place where I don't have all the answers. And I'm going to wait on God and I'm going to kind of let the process work, if you will, rather than just make a decision. For some of us, our, our lives have been so overturned and there's so many questions that part of us just wants to get an answer. And, you know, some of it, sometimes we've got to figure stuff out as we go along. And we have to seek the Lord as we go along and just say, God, Show me your answers and show me what you're doing. I know for many of us, um, when it comes to our kids going back to school this year, things are really going to look different. And I, I want to encourage you. I, I know you're probably still figuring out how it all looks for your kids. And I know there's a certain amount of anxiety that can come along with that. First of all, I'll tell you, God has the answers that we need. But I, I also I want to encourage you. Would you look at your kids and just tell them, hey, You know, life isn't always easy, but God is going to bring something good out of this experience that we're having. And he's going to give us some good solutions and some good answers. But God is always able to bring good out of it. Because, you know, the way that we are navigating and walking through all this, our kids are watching. And if all we have is complaining and fear, then that's what they're learning from us. And the reality is we can teach them better. We can say, hey, 
don't have a lot of answers, don't like some of the changes, but I know I serve a good God who's got good plans. He has provision for us, and he will bring good out of this. I love Romans 8, 28. It says, and we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him and are called according to his purpose. Just let your kids know, tell yourself, hey, he works all things to good for those who love him and are called according to his purposes. He's got a good way for you, even in the midst of all of this. I know for some of us, um, in the back of our mind as Christians, we kind of want to exempt ourselves from the problems that the world is having, like worldwide pandemics, and go, hey, I should be immune from this even affecting me, my life or my lifestyle and things like that. But, you know, the, the stronger witness, the stronger testimony is that we are in it with the world around us. And it's how we respond to it and how we put our trust in God that can really make a difference. When you can sit next to another mom or dad and, and begin to say, yeah, this school year is going to look different. But I've got peace because I just know God's going to take care of us. And I know he's going to give me solutions to things. Just having that confidence. There's such a testimony in how we can persevere through times of ambiguity, through times of not knowing all the answers. And, you know, these seasons, um, they'll force you to pray a lot and to seek God a lot. And I've always found that that's good for me. Uh, when my answer is, I just need to pray more. I just need to seek God more. I've never, ever, ever regretted prayer. I've never, ever regretted going to God and praying. Sometimes we don't like the reasons that send us to God to prayer, but the reality is anything that sends us to the Lord and say, God, I need your wisdom. I need your heart is good for us. You know, there's another example in scripture where um, God leads his people and doesn't give them a lot of information. He basically kind of in the uh, phrase of our day would say, hey, just trust me and follow me. And that's um, shown in Matthew 4, verses 18 through 22, when Jesus is calling his disciples. And I always find it fascinating how this goes. It says in Matthew 4, 18, as Jesus was walking beside the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Simon called Peter and his brother Andrew. They were casting a net into the lake, for they were fishermen. Come and follow me, Jesus said, and I will send you out to fish for people. At once, they left their nets and followed him. Going on from there, he saw two brothers, James, the son of Zebedee, and his brother John. They were in the boat of their father Zebedee, preparing their nets. Jesus called them. And immediately, they left the boat, and their father followed him. And I look at this, and I go, Jesus, like I would want more information than what you gave them. He didn't give them a lot of detail. He basically says, come and follow me. And the detail that he does give them is, I will send you out to fish for people. I don't even know that they had a real framework to know what that really meant. But see, in those circumstances and in those seasons, it causes us to just seek after God and just say, okay, God, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to follow you. Whatever that means each day, I'm going to follow you. And that's Really what our journey is supposed to look like when it comes to following Christ is we don't have to have all the answers because we know the answer. 
because we know the one who has all the answers. And there's actually a lot of freedom that can come in our lives when we abandon ourselves to just following after God and clinging on to those promises that he's never going to leave me. He's always going to provide me for me. He's always going to take care of me. And it, <clears throat> excuse me. And it can get really exciting. I want to encourage you. Your part in all of this is to seek God. To just seek after the Lord. And when you do that, to do it in faith. You know, we can sometimes just come to God and just complain. And I think he listens to our complaining, but I think it brings joy to his heart when we come to him in faith and say, God, I don't have the answers, but I am confident that you you don't. You can even come to God and say, God, I am confident I don't have the answers, but I am confident that you have the answers. Practically speaking, put his word inside of you by listening to the Bible, reading the Bible. There's something about putting his word in you that fills you up with if you will, the, the raw material for the Holy Spirit to speak to you and, and to give you answers through his word. And that also will give you confidence that you're hearing and, and receiving the, the wisdom of God from his heart. Another thing that I think is really good for us in these times and always is just to worship God. Just take time to glorify him. Start off by just being thankful, thanking God for the little things, thanking God for the big things. And then just taking time to just worship him for being good and worship him for being strong. Worship him for being mighty and for who he is and glorify his name. There's something about that that is right for God, right towards God, but also is transformative for us. Because when we worship him, we begin to see him all the more as as loving and mighty and glorious as he really is. And that will change your heart's perspective. And it will put more faith, more hope inside of you. If, if you choose to focus on things like, I don't want to be here. Or, I didn't choose everything that's going on around me. Or, I'm going to be mad until everything changes. You could actually miss the really good stuff that God has for you. Um, and you could miss the really good stuff that he's doing. Because the reality is in the midst of all of this, God is, gonna do, is doing and will continue to do some really great things. But we have to be position ourselves in a place where we're seeking him and asking him and so that we can also see and participate. I would also ask you know, the question, hey, what can I do, God? What, what is it? That you would want me to do. Ask him. You know God what is it that you are doing. What, what are you doing around me. And how can I be a part. Of the things that you are doing. I think that's good for us. Because it gets our eyes just off of. Our, off of only our own. Um, circumstances. Our own circumstances are important to God. But he wants us to look outside. And look around us and say God. What's going on around me. And what are you doing. And how can I be a part of it. Y'all, this is, uh, this is an unprecedented season in history. And it's an unprecedented season or opportunity for us to grow as believers. Because things that we used to just take for granted and things that we just knew and the way that life used to just work just doesn't work anymore. But you see, that's an opportunity 
for us to grow in faith. And that's an opportunity for us to truly grow closer to God relationally and just say, God, I'm choosing to trust you and I'm choosing to press in and and to hear from you and ask for your wisdom. It's an opportunity to, to see more miracles because we need more miracles. And it's an opportunity to trust him more. I want to tell you today, he's got this. God is bigger than the circumstances that you and I and others face right now. Nothing has taken him by surprise. Nothing has is too difficult for God. And we should be just so thankful that we have a God that we can seek after, that we can lean into, that we can read his word and receive from it. Just be so thankful because the reality is he's got this. And what we've got to do is we've just got to seek after him to figure out exactly how he's doing it. Maybe you're listening today and when I tell you that Jesus came along to those disciples and just said, hey, leave it all and follow me. If you've never done that in your life where you have said, you know what, I'm going to take the authority of my life as far as the rule and the reign in my own hands. And I'm going to give them up and just put them in God's hands and say, God, I'm going to follow after you. If you've never made that decision to put your life into his hands, I just want to encourage you to do it today. There's nothing like turning your life over. And I've got good news for you. You know, Jesus, he went to a cross to pay for the sins of the world so that any of us who come to him and say, Jesus, would you forgive me of my sins? He can say, I got that. I have taken the penalty of your sin upon myself. And he forgives us of our sins. He lifts off the weight of the guilt and gives us a new life. If you've never done that in your life, I just want to encourage you to do it today. It's really a heart decision. You can pray out loud. You can, however you want to express it to God and just say, God, I want to follow you. I want to know you and I want the life that you have for me rather than me have the life I have for myself. Forgive me of my sin. Help me to follow you. And I'll tell you what, God will honor that heartfelt prayer every single time. Grant a new life for you to be able to move forward. If you're doing that today, if that's something that you want to do in your heart, we want to know about it because it's the greatest decision that we all can make in our life is to follow after God and to have a relationship with him. If you're making that decision, go to victorychristian.church, click on next steps, And let us know about it because we want to rejoice with you and we want to help you in this journey because it's so much fun. Thanks again for listening. If you'd like to connect with us, just go to victorychristian.church. Have a great day.